Yeah! Now that's an upside-down fighting. Yen ang kakaibang paraan. That's how you fight the battles sa kaharian ng Diyos. Hindi sumasangayon sa expected or sa common or sa natural. But we do things differently. Sa kingdom of God, it's an upside-down living. Pagpag-usapan natin ngayon how to fight our our battles in life. Okay? And meron tayong battles. Lahat tayo may mga pinagdaanan. Lahat tayo may mga feels like you're under attack. Could be emotionally, physically, financially, health, relationships. Lahat tayo may mga battles. And I want to equip you. Ayoko na matalo ka. Gusto ko to produce champions in life. And so you're here today and you are a champion in life. Hindi ka talunan. You're, uh, you're gonna win today. And you're gonna win in the coming days ahead. Last week, ang pinag-usapan natin, we are really in a war. And mahirapan ka kung hindi mo alam kung sino talaga ang iyong kaaway. Hindi ka magiging aware, hindi ka magiging equipped to fight or to defend yourself kung hindi mo alam na kung sino talaga ang tunay na kaaway. And nasabi ko, it's not, it's not people. Hindi tao ang kaaway natin. Kasi it says in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12 that we are not fighting against humans. We are fighting against forces and authorities and against rulers of darkness. Saan ba sila? In the spiritual world. Yung hindi nakikita. Yung realm na dark side ng mundo, but hindi makikita. Baka akala mo lang is, ay, yung kaaway ko, yan yung boss ko, kasi na-demote ako. O yung, uh, yung kaaway ko, yung asawa ko, kasi nagbago na siya. You know, you might think that this person or that person is your enemy. Kung wala lang sila sa buhay ko, masaya ako, successful na ako. Pero hindi ganun eh. Hindi tao ang problema. Merong spiritual enemy. Na hindi mo nakikita, but very, very real. And I told you that not only do we have a different enemy, there's a different motivation kung bakit inaaway ka. It's because he hates God. The devil hates God. And he wants to harass ang mga children of God. Anyone that follows Jesus is will be under opposition. So wag mong isipin na, eh, mas magandang buhay ko, no? Hindi pa ako naging kristyano. Well, what do you expect? What do you expect? You were saved. You were rescued. Dati, kanya, kanya kay. Ngayon, you are in opposition because there's a harassment. There's an accuser. There is someone who wants to bully you. The Bible says in John 10, 10, the thief, that's the devil, the thief comes to kill steal and destroy from you. It says we're not, Ephesians 6.12, we're not fighting against humans, we're fighting against spiritual forces. And the motive or the, the, the thing that we're fighting about, it's not yung normal. Pinagaaway na sa bahay about money, about, you know, gawain bahay. Hindi, those are small things. Minor yan. What's at stake here is life and death, salvation or being lost forever. This is Targeting family na usapan dito to have a whole family or broken family, hurting family, uh, a time bomb in your emotions. This, 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 this war is very, very real. 
Hindi ito fairy tale. This is not just, you know, Bible stories lang. Totoong war ito against your success and lahat ng mga panga, uh, lahat ng mga pangako ng Diyos for you and his plans for you. So we have to be ready to fight for our families. Don't fight your family. Fight for our our uh, victory and fight from a victory. And that's the thing. Now, sabi ko last week, kung ito ang area nito, this represents victory. This represents yung, yung natagumpay ka. You're not fighting to get there. When you receive Jesus, He put you in a place of victory. So you're fighting from victory. Now, you say, well, I don't feel like, you know, I feel talunani. I don't feel like victorious. Kasi ang dami kong palpak, ang dami kong yung ugali ko, ganun pa rin, uh, mahirap pa rin, ganito. So kung ang karanasan mo ay hindi na nakakamit ng promises of God, it doesn't match. And you say, well, I'm not experiencing kung ano yung nakikita ko sa Bible. It's because you need to have the equipments. And that's what we're going to do today. We give you the equipments, the tools, the weapons. Everybody say weapons. The weapons. I have a weapon here. You watch out now. I've got a serious weapon. All right. All right. All right, you can't see it. But I'll be careful because it's loaded and ready to fire. Whoa! Joke. Actually, hindi ako gamay sa ganito. Okay, okay. I hope, I hope gulat, eh. But this is a weapon that the world uses. Ano to, to mga, mga M16, AK-40, 45, yeah? uh, M456, or KFC. But those are weapons that the world uses. In Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4, it says this, that the Weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. So, hindi mo kailangan ng kuchilyo or bomba or guns. This is different. We have weapons, pero hindi siya katulad ng normal na nakikita mo sa mga movies or nakikita mo sa violent na scenario. It says the weapons we have on the contrary. Contra means to say on the other side, kabaliktaran, ang weapons natin have divine power. Not gun power, but divine. Ibig sabihin divine, galing sa Diyos. May power galing sa Diyos. To do what? To demolish strongholds. Strongholds are areas in our lives that Satan is holding Mahigpit na kanyang ang paghawak niya sa mindset o sa family. Inahawakan ka, tinatali ka sa addictions. And he's, he's doing all kinds of uh, bondages to us. And we have to demolish the strongholds. And hindi, magaga, hindi, hindi mangyayari ito with, with human weapons. Kailangan natin talaga na spiritual weapons na may power from God. It, just imagine... For a minute, what? Just imagine, kung meron kang secret weapon, the latest technology, laser guided, artificial intelligence, computer, you know, uh, programmed, and yung weapon nito, yung baril niyan is 
could, could shoot into the situations. Hindi lang physical, pero it could go into a family situation kung saan nagaaway sila. And this weapon could break the, the cause of the fighting. Kung ano yung pinagaawayan nila, the, the root cause. What if this weapon that you shoot into your workplace, na kung saan uh, there is a negative influence, it's heavy, there's fighting, there's lying, cheating, corruption. What if you had a weapon that could shoot into the workplace, not shoot people, but shoot the strongholds of the devil that's causing all these problems. You shot the depression that caused so many suicides. You shot the, the mindset that caused so many teenage pregnancies. What, were you, what if you were able to shoot into your home and shoot the reasons why husband and wife fight and argue about money? That's a powerful weapon, right? That w- I mean, that would be on the, on the market that's more expensive than this kind. And that's what we have, friends. You have weapons that are different. They have an upside-down approach. Pero meron pa rin tayong away. It's just that hindi katulad ng away sa mundo. And I want to share with you some weapons na magagamit mo starting today. Are you ready? Number one is praise and prayer. Everybody say praise and prayer. By the way, every Tuesday at 7.15, rain or shine, merong praise and prayer right here. It's usually full pack and it's a lot of fun. It's only 75 minutes long. 75 minutes, that's it. So what mong sabihin, and dami kong gawin, this is a working day. 75 minutes. But solid, sulit talaga ang 75 minutes na yan of praise and prayer. And when you come, you're going to have times of praise. Now what is praise? Praise comes from a Latin word called, uh, what was that word that you said? Pretuya or something. It means price. Praise is when naglalagay ka ng value. Naglalagay ka ng price. And it, one of the Hebrew words means to give thanks. So makakasama ang praising God at saka thanking God. Kaya I will enter His courts, I will enter His gates pala with thanksgiving and His courts with praise. Makakasama yan. Another word for praise means to lift up your hands. Parang bata na nagdidepend sa kanyang nanay na ah, 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 buhat, buhat, pabuhat, ganon. Another word for praise means to to shout like a victory. Yeah! You overcome! Ganon ang praise. Another word for praise means to boast. Hindi yung nagmamayabang, but you're boasting about God. And you're, you're parang, another, the way to say it is to glorify. Parang nag, nagbibigay ka ng highlight, spotlight sa mga characteristics ni God. That's what it means to praise. Another one is, the praise is to make music. Zamar or tehila. Praise means to sing about. Wow. Make music, sing about. Sino mahilig sa music dito? You know, praise, 
like like thanks, magkakasama ang praise sa music. You could praise without music, pero madalas praise and music goes hand to hand. And when you sing praise to God, think you know, when you sing praise to God, it's a great way to gain a victory in the battles that you face. Alam ko may mga battles ka. Alam ko may mga uh, attacks, but praise is your weapon. <laughs> it's great. And here's some things that praise does. Letter A, praise silences Satan. Kaaway natin hindi tao, kundi Satan at kanya mga demonyo. Praise will shut him up. Praise will shut the mouth of... And you know, the devil is always ah, sobrang daldal yun. Lagi, you might not hear the voice of the devil, but it comes in your thoughts, di ba? May, may, parang may bulong, na, nagbubulong sa'yo na hindi mo kaya. Mahiya, mapapahiya ka lang, huwag kang pumunta. And, and sometimes it even sounds like first person. Bobo ako, mapapahiya lang ako dito, mahirap ako, may sakit ako. Ang dami mga sinasabi ni devil na he wants you to think, words mo yan. Ang daldal niya. And if you want to stop the voice, the lying voice, the accusing voice of the, of the devil, it's through praise. There was a time that Jesus was performing miracles. And tuwang-tuwang mga bata kasi nagpapagaling si Jesus ng mga may sakit. And the children were, were, were saying, Hallelujah! Uh, natural sa kanila. Hindi, hindi parang religious ang dating noon. Sino una? Yung word hallelujah. It's just a normal word. Wow! Galing-galing! You know, rock and roll to the world. Or kung ano yung mga normal na sinasabi nila noon. Ewan ko yung mga bata, but they said, Hallelujah! Galing! And the religious people who were jealous of Jesus, nagalit sila. Sabi nila kay Jesus, Sabihin mo sa mga bata na huwag, huwag sila magsabi ng ganun. Masyadong uh, nagbibigay ng glory sa'yo. You tell them not to praise, praise like that. And you know what Jesus said? And he quoted, Jesus quoted a Bible verse. You know, Jesus knows the Bible. He quoted Psalms chapter 8, verse 2, which said, With praises from children. <laughs> Listen to this. Praises from who? So, kung ang mga ganitong weapons, you need to be, I think, 18 years old, 21 years old, may, may license, or you have to be trained. Now, don't shoot me. Just, just put it there. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, with this kind of weapon, but thanks, man. This is my armor bearer. He's good. With this kind of weapon, it, it, mabigat yun. Hindi may bibigay yan sa bata. But even a woman, even a child, can use praise. Oh, children can be good at shooting praise. It's a weapon that you can give even to your children. It says, with praises from children... And from tiny infants. Really? An infant can use this spiritual weapon? Yung kasing size ni Primrose or ni Brian? Yes, even babies could praise. Nung baby pa si Zion, remember the DVD? Na baby praise. Merong DVD yan, baby praise. And it says, with tiny infants, you have built a fortress. The Lord builds a Fortress is a military base. Since you built a fortress and it makes your enemies silent. And it all who turn against the Lord, you are left 
speechless. You want to make the devil shut up? Praise. Praise. The second thing about praise is it boosts our faith and confidence. Kung kailangan ka ng boost, you need to have your uh, confidence boosted up. You can do it with praise. Have you have you seen mga boxers na trash talking before the fight? Lagi sila ganun, sasabihin nila, Oh, I'm gonna knock you out. and I'm better than you. You're weak. You're slow. And meron silang mga ganun. And psychologists said it really helps. Yung ganun na trash talking, it's, it really helps to boost the confidence and na, nakaka-intimidate sa kanilang uh, opponent. So kung magaling ka sa mag-trash talk, parang bluff na, I, I'm stronger, I'm better, I'm confident, then it, nahihiya na yung, yung kalaban eh. eh. Parang it feels like, nako, patay ako dito. Galit siya. Oh, okay. But in the spiritual world, in the kingdom of God, we don't use trash talk, but we have our our counterpart of trash talk. Okay, this is this is the way Jesus trash talk. It's praise. It's not trash anymore. It's the opposite. It's like yes, I'm upside down fighting. Our our counterpart of what the devil does is praise. Praise makes the enemy intimidated. Did you hear me? The enemy of your life, your family, your future will be intimidated. He'll shut up when you praise. Look over here. Uh, it, it will melt fear in you. It boosts your confidence. Kung discouraged ka, praise. Kung natatakot ka, praise. Kung hindi mo alam kung anong gagawin mo, Praise. When the devil thinks that you are about to give up, so tuang tuang siya, give up kana. Could quit kasa church, quit kasa cell group, quit hindi ka Just praise, because what? It will boost your confidence in God. Let her see. It invites God to move on your behalf. In in throughout the Bible, you could see this phrase that says the battle belongs to the Lord. God says, you know, in this battle, you won't need to personally fight because God will fight for you. And when you have a battle, kung kang attack or temptation or pressures and you feel that you are in the middle of a spiritual battle, the best thing you can do to fight is praise. Because praise na nagsasabi ka ng Lord, I can't do this sa sarili kong talino, talento, resources, but I'm turning to you. That's exactly what we see sa book of Second Chronicles chapter 20. Ang nangyari dito, si Jehoshaphat, ang hari sa Israel, the people of God, were surrounded by enemies. Tatlong bansa nag Nag, uh, nag, uh, gang up kay Jehoshaphat at ang kanyang mga, just a very small number of troops left there. And it was like, okay, parating na sila, and you know, like 16 hours, they're gonna be here. So they're gonna kill you all. And Jehoshaphat prayed to the Lord. Sabi niya, I don't know what to do, Lord. 
But our eyes are on you. We cannot get ourselves out of this situation. We want to see. And the Lord gave a prophetic word. Just stand still. You don't have to fight. I will fight for you. You just watch. You just watch and see the salvation of your Lord today. Second Chronicles 20 verse 21. The king appointed. This is his strategy now. He appointed not the archers. Not the ninja. Not the uh, boxers. Not the snipers. He appointed the singers. The worship. The people that would praise him. And praise God. And, and Jehoshaphat put them at the front of the army. And they walk ahead. And as they walk, they were singing to the Lord and praising him for his holy splendor. And these are the lyrics they praise. Give thanks to the Lord. His faithful love endures forever. And at the very moment that they began to sing, that's when the Lord set an ambush and caused the enemy armies to start fighting among each other. Go read the story. Ni isa sa kanila, hindi walang survivors. Lahat na mga kanila mga kaawe, they were all killed. Without any casualties, Side ni Jehoshaphat. The Lord just worked it out. And you know, there's times when in your life you'll have problems like this. Kamini Bambi, minsan pag talagang under serious attack. I just go to the piano, sit down, and start singing a praise to God. It's not a performance, it's a weapon. It's not just entertainment. It's a counter-strike. It's the best way I know to get a victory in every situation. Yeah, ang inawit natin kanina, I raise a hallelujah. The word hallelujah just means a praise to God. Praise to the Lord. I raise a hallelujah. My weapon is a melody. So it's a melody of praise. And this is how we overcome. By singing and, and, and shouting and and especially, friends, I know many times na may pinagdaanan and the, the praising of God is the last thing. You're, I don't have time for church. I'm not. You don't have to praise God only at church. It's not about religion. This is war. This is to, to, to win a victory in your business or in your marriage or in your finance and your, your emotions. So kailangan talaga na mag-praise, especially when you don't feel like it. Praise when you don't feel, I don't, wala ako sa mood. It's not about mood. Of course, wala ka sa mood. You're in a battle. What do you expect? Sinong soldier na sa karlagitnaan ng digmaan, sasamin, oh, I feel such a good mood today. You know, this is a happy Friday. Happy hour. No, of course you're not in the mood. What do you expect? It's a war. But you use praise as a weapon. It's not something you do if you feel good. It's something you do all the time. Paul and Silas were in jail in Acts chapter 16. And about midnight... 
That's the time you feel sleepy. Sino sa inyo minsan pag nagbabasa ka ng Bible, nagdi-devotion, it's late and you feel sleepy, right? But what they did was, I'm sure they feel sleepy too. Hindi naman mahilig sa puyat sila po, but they were at midnight. I'm sure they feel sleepy. But instead, it says, around midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing praises to God while the other prisoners listened. When you praise, other people are going to listen. They will be inspired. They will be affected. They will be changed. Sasama sila sayo sa pag-angat to the next level. It's suddenly a strong earthquake. What did it do? It shook the, the praises did something sa atmosphere. Their praising God caused a reaction that God moved on their behalf. That's the point. You invite God to move on your behalf. So their praise shook the jail to its foundation. The doors were open. Sino sa inyo, kahit nangangailangan ng open doors, opportunities, you know, advantages. The doors were open and the chains. The chains, yung mga kadena na nakatali sa kanila to the guards and they, they fell off. And there was a great breakthrough. Why? Praise. Look at this video of a young boy named Willie. It's just a 10-year-old boy. He's just playing in his own uh, front yard when he was kidnapped. And watch how he got out of it. 10-year-old Willie Myrick loves playing the drums, something he hopes one day to do at his church. Born to atheist parents, Willie was raised by his godmother, Codetta Bateman, who took him to church. It was there that he learned about God and developed a passion for the Bible. Pastor, he talks about, like, different scriptures. And we're on Genesis 31 now. But he tells us a little stuff about him, and he goes over it every Sunday. Codetta says she's seen Willie's faith blossom over the years. Faith is important to this house and, and everything, and, and believing in God is important. So I should, you know, in this house, we go to church. You know God, you know Jesus. While most kids his age are busy playing video games, Willie spends his free time studying the Word of God. His favorite scripture? Psalms 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He says God is his best friend. I always think that God is with me everywhere I go. Like when I'm in bed, he has a chair. He's just watching. CBN News got a taste of his love for memorizing the books of the Bible. Okay, ready? Go. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges, Ruth. In April, while playing with his dog in the front yard of his Atlanta home, Willie came face to face with a kidnapper, putting his childlike faith to the test. Some guy came up in a civil Silver or gray hundo cord man tussled me in the car. He man tussled you in the car. Willie says he wanted to yell for help, but the man covered his mouth. Traumatized, Willie feared for his life. Cursing, cursing, cursing. I was thinking that he's going to hurt me that bad, real bad. Thrown into the back of a locked car, Willie's fear soon gave way to faith in the form of a gospel song he learned at church. 
He began singing it in the back seat. God's my deliverer. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Every praise, every praise is to our God. The popular song Every Praise by Grammy Award-winning artist Hezekiah Walker is one of Willie's favorites. I knew it by heart. I sang it the whole thing by heart. And God, if you praise the, if you praise the Lord, he'll help you in mysterious ways. Despite repeated threats, Willie sang nonstop while the man drove around for three hours. I was just sing, singing passion and pride, so I didn't care what, what happened. Agitated by the constant singing, the man eventually let Willie out of the car. He was shaken but unharmed. I guess he was mad, so he dropped me off. Willie ran to a nearby home and called his godmother. Police have no leads in the case, but have released this sketch of the man who kidnapped Willie. While she rejoices over his safe return, Willie's godmother continues to pray for the capture of the kidnapper. He need to be caught. He got to be caught. caught. Willie's story made headlines around the world, leading to talk show appearances like Arsenio Hall. He even got the chance to perform his song of deliverance with Walker. While he's enjoying being in the media spotlight, he says he's just an ordinary kid who serves an extraordinary God. It really doesn't matter to me. As long as I still have Jesus and he's still working, doing his little magic. Well, it's not magic, it's just power. It's not magic, it's just power. it's power. That praise is how he got out of that kidnapping. And there's many stories like that. It's a war room video. There's a hold-upper and the Lola was the one. Give me your money. So hold-upper. Lola, no, you put that knife down in Jesus' name. Ayung hold up her in the gulat chana. Jesus name. It happened in real life. Satitoko. When he was uh undercover drug enforcement agent in the Vietnam War. Marines kasing titoko. And na blown yung cover nya and they they were putting a gun to his head, they're about to kill him. And he started saying, Jesus loves me. This I know. For the Bible tells me so. A young gunman. Oh my God, he's a priest. Get out of here. So tumakbo sila. And tumakbo sila. Why? Something's powerful when you praise the name of Jesus. And you know, praise, one last thing, the, the letter C there, is it gives you a different perspective. Praise puts you in the eagle's eye. Para hindi ka manatili as a chicken viewpoint. You have a perspective na nakakita ka ng something bigger than you. You see, a formula for defeat is your focus on yourself. That is the way to get depressed. That is the way to be selfish. That is the way to be uh, greedy, worried, disappointed, condemned, guilty. When you focus sa sarili mo, that's a formula for spiritual defeat. But praise, focus the attention off of you, away from you, and onto God. Who He is, what He's done, what He's capable of doing 
in you. So that gives you the right perspective. So the first thing is praise. And then the other one is prayer. Prayer. Everybody say prayer. Ephesians, Ephesians 6.18. Praying in the spirit with all kinds of prayers and supplication. Prayer is like some military yung guided missiles. It can go where you shoot it. So as you pray, it releases the power of God as a counter-strike sa gawain ng kaaway. I pray for my wife when she feels sick. We pray for our son. I pray for my cell group members. We pray for the church. These are all our weapons to fight for you. We do not fight you. We fight for you. And you don't fight me. You fight for me. Madalas pag prayer time, they would say, come on, let's pray for the wardens. And maybe you're wondering, bakit laging the wardens ang pinagpapray? Bakit? How come not the dukusins? Bakit hindi the, the mabalots or the, the munars? And, and we'd pray for those too, everyone too. But why do they say pray for the wardens? Because Jesus said, if, you, if the devil will strike the shepherd, it's not the shepherd that scatters, it's the sheep. So that's why it's very important that you, 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 you fight for me. And I fight for you. But prayer, according to the Bible, can do powerful deliverance. Powerful military operations. In Acts chapter 12, Peter was put in jail. Now, kinubukasan is yung scheduled time for Peter's trial. And just like James, who was beheaded... Right before that, they're going to do the same to Peter. Kinubukasan na yung jail, yung trial niya, and Peter was in jail thinking maybe this is my, you know, my last day. But he was at peace. He was asleep even. May mga guardia sa kanan at kaliwa, sa front to back. It was locked down, maximum security. And the Bible says in Acts 12 verse 5, the church never stopped praying for Peter. And then, you know, what happened was an angel came while Peter was asleep. Hindi nalaman ng mga guards kasi angel eh, walang tahimik yan, basta tulog lahat. Ginising niya si Peter, sabi niya, get your coat, let's, let's get out of here. And the angel rescued Peter. Bakit? They prayed for him. And God sent an angel because of the prayers of the church. Where two or three are in agreement, Sabini Jesus, you can ask, and as you ask in the, my Father's will, gagawin siya na ano yung pinagaask. So I tell you, prayer can move mountains, can change the situation. So we have praise and prayer. Those are, yung palang, we could go home now. That's already good. But I'll give you two more. The first of these is word and worship. PNP WNW. Okay, the word of God and worship. The word of God, sabi sa Bible, is like a sword, spada, not double edged. It's the word of God. Ephesians 
6 verse 17. And Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 says that the word of God, ang, ang Bible mo, the word of God is like a two-edged sword. It's alive. Buhay ito. Hindi siya history book lang. It's, it's, it's buhay and very powerful. It can cut through to the place in our mind, the innermost thoughts and desires. And tingin yung ako, the battleground is not just in your house. The battleground is not at the bank or at the school or office. The, the, the main battleground kung saan nagaganap na ang digmaan is between your ears. It's your brain. The battle's happening sa sa mind, sa mga thoughts, and thoughts nagiging feelings, and feelings nagiging decisions, and decisions nagiging consequential, nagiging our, it becomes our future. So listen, we have to use the Word of God as a weapon to fight for the truth in our mind. Say, big defeats come when you believe the lie. To be, and you think it's true. Yen lang ang weapon ni devil. It's lie. He's a liar. So kung ano yung itatanim niya sa kaisipan mo, if you believe it, then ma, matadamay ka talaga sa kanyang lies. But the word of God is pang replace, pang fight back. So when you believe the word of God, you have victories. Just like Jesus. Example natin, si Jesus, nasa wilderness. And the Bible says, nag-iisa lang siya doon. He had, hindi siya kumain uh, ng 40 days and the devil came to tempt him. Matindi ng tukso. Gutom na gutom si Jesus doon. E sabi ni, ni devil na itong bato, gawin mong tinapay. You know the story. And, and the other one temptation was all of these kingdoms, you know. Iangat ka talaga. You will be a somebody. You will have the, all the, the power if you will just bow down and worship me. Sabini Jesus, get away, Satan. Shut up. Get out. It is written. Man will not live by bread alone. It is written. And he starts quoting Bible verses. You will serve, love the Lord, worship the Lord only, and serve him. So the way how Jesus got victory was through Bible. The word of God. The books that were written by the Holy Spirit. Friends, you can have the same victory Jesus had. Laban sa temptation. And here's how it works. Very practical. Kung saan ka nag struggle kung saan ka na nararanasan ng, ng fight, ng battle, go to the Bible, Google or whatever, and find Bible verse about that situation. Find so many Bible verses. Find the Bible verse. Ask your cell leader. Say, what does the Bible say about uh, sexual temptation, about greed and, and about uh, jealousy or about uh, worries about the future. What does the Bible say about, you know, feeling homosexual tendencies or uh, having a, a, a second mate? What does the Bible say? And then you get Bible verses. Memorize them. Get the Word of God in your mind. Then the, get the Word of God in your mouth. It says in Psalms chapter 149, verse 6, May the high praises of God be in their mouths and a two-edged sword sword in their hands. Isaiah 49, 2. He made 
my mouth like a sharp sword. Bakit mouth? Hindi kasi doon lumalabas ang word of God. And he put, or he hid me in the palm of his hand. In Jeremiah 23 verse 29, the Lord says, My words are a powerful fire. They are a hammer that shatters rocks. Everybody think of Thor. Yung hammer niya. What if the word of God, and the word of God is more powerful than Thor's hammer. More powerful than, sino may spada? Conan. <laughs> but the word of the Lord, na lumalabas sa puso at sa mouth mo, is very powerful to bring change sa situation, to bring your victory, the word of God. How about what you do is discover the word of God. Then pray the word of God. Isama mo ang word of God sa prayers. Kasi minsan nauubusan tayo ng mga sasabihin sa prayers. E di gamitin mo yung, yung copy-paste. Kunin mo yung word of God and yun ang ipapray mo. And then siyempre obey the word of God. And like this example, now you feel sick. Well, you go to Isaiah chapter 53 verse 5. That by his wounds I have been healed. He was whipped so that I could be made whole. If you feel depressed, you go to Nehemiah chapter 8, and you, it says, the joy of the Lord will be my strength. If you feel worried, you say, First Peter chapter 5, it, the, 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 cast your worries on the Lord because He cares for you. So, you get a Bible verse about your situation and fight. Don't be a victim. Be a victor. Sagamit ng praise and prayer, sagamit ng word of God, and worship. Worship is like from the root word, worth it. God is worthy to be worshipped because He is worth it. Ibig sabihin yung worth, yung halaga, yung value. We Worship means that you elevate God above everything else that you love. What do you love so much? Fame, popularity, financial, uh, you know, security, a relationship maybe. But whatever it is you love, worship means you elevate God, you promote God above everything else that you love. That's worship. Worship is not something you attend. It's what you are. It's not just a thing you do. It's who you are 24-7. Listen, worship is simply defined as this. Love expressed. In the express mo ang love. So however you express your love, that could be worship. If you're loving God through cooking, through cleaning, through, you know, but you're, you're putting God higher than your face. Yung pride, yung ego mo. Mahalaga sa atin yung reputation, but I put God higher than me. Uh, but I want to feel good. I want to be happy. But I put God higher than my feelings. I elevate God higher and above every other love in my life. And that is worship. Worship 24-7. Wow. Wow. Okay, let's finish this. Last one for today. But next week, I've got three more secret weapons. They're going to be like, wow. They're going to really, really equip you. But there's one more for today, and that is Christian 
unity. You got praise and prayer. You've got the word of God and worship. But here's another weapon. Uh, You might have skipped this one. Christian unity. Jesus said in Matthew 3, verse 25, if a house is divided against itself, that house cannot stand. Now, the house is not just only you physical na bahay mo. It could also mean your home, your, your, your family. It could mean the house could be your cell group, your, 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 your calling sa career mo, and your place in the society. But the point is, you cannot stand without Christian unity. Because the opposite is, if a house is united then it cannot fall. The devil cannot break it down. Cannot stop it. So be more unstoppable. That's why Jesus said, I mentioned this last week, Matthew chapter 16, verse 18, when the church, Sabini Jesus, I'll build a church. Now, church is not a denomination. It's not like, okay, you know, this church or that church. Those are just groups. But he says, when I build my samahan na mga disipulo ni Cristo, that when I build my body of this group, and even Jesus said, two or three are gathered in my name, nandudun ako, nararun ako. He says, the church, when I cut, I will build my church, and the gates of hell cannot stop you. He did not say, you are unstoppable mag-isamo. He said, you can only be unstoppable when you're a part of the church, when you are in Christian unity. And that's why, friends, listen, hindi ba obvious sa atin ngayon? That's why the devil is so active trying to make division. Hindi ba napaka obvious? You know, I've been doing this for so many years. Malinaw sa akin. That when someone comes to the church, it's only a short time before the devil will make sure that you have your feelings hurt. He will make sure that you feel na or offended. He will make sure na discourage ka sa mga sa kapwang Kristiano para hindi ka mananatiling in unity. Bakit sa work, hindi ganun ka-affected ka pag mayroong nagbastos sa'yo? Parang madali na i-overcome yan. Bakit sa kapitbahay na hindi maganda ang pagtrato sa'yo pero lumipat ka bang bahay just because of that? Hindi. Nag-resign ka sa trabaho kasi na-offend ka ng boss mo or ng co-worker? Hindi. Why is it the church? Because Satan knows what can happen with Christian unity, it's a weapon of mass destruction against him. It makes the church unstoppable sa pagwasak ng kanyang kaharian to take people back and get them saved. It is so powerful. That's why he attacks it. That's why you get sensitive pagdating sa matters at church. I mean, depending, gagamitin niya the same old tricks na gagamitin niya. Yung leader, hindi ka pinansin, 
or something na, ay, pera-pera ang pinag-usapan, uh, they just want money, or yung leader, ganyan-ganyan, talk-talk-talk, pero hindi sinasabuhay niya yung sinasabi niya. The same old, about six or twelve, a dozen maybe, same old lines na paulit-ulit na ginagamit niya. Of course, no church is perfect. But the point is, Satan wants you to get disunited. Sa mga uling na umaapoy, isa ka dyan kung ikaw ay nasa unity with Christian family. But Satan wants na humiwalay ka. He wants to bring you away so that you're not close. Maybe you still attend, but you're not close. You don't open, you don't engage, you don't make, you know... Uh, conversations. He wants na mahiwalay ka. Bakit? Pag humiwala yung isang uling, wala na, mamamatay na yan. While the others still go burning strong. Pero ikaw masasuffer, ikaw ma-burn ma- out, ma-burn down, ma-die down. And even in Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verse 12, the wisest man said, a person standing alone can be attacked and defeated. Madalas naririnig ko na pag ma- hindi, hindi kita nakita, madalas na may sasabi na, Oh, Pastor, yeah, sorry, hindi ako nakapunta, pero don't worry, Pastor. I still believe in God. Oh, sasabihin niya na, nagdadasal ako sa bahay, sa mag-isa ko, and it's okay, Pastor, I'm doing good, I'm fine. You know, come on, I know this. I know, if you're really a disciple of Jesus, you're not doing fine. You, you could tell, oh, I'm doing fine. Oh, great. Praise the Lord. You're, even your Facebook post is all godly and everything. But if you're not in a church, if you're not planted in the church, I know it's not that fine. It can't fool anybody. Even me, kung ako sa church, I'm not fine. Our weapons work when we are in Christian unity. It's God's plan. It's God's will. Going on, if Ecclesiastes 4.12 says, two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better for a triple braided cord cannot easily be broken. Okay, come on, Kiko. Uh, come on up here. He's going to be the, my partner. Okay, so he's going to be back to back. You got a gun? Okay, don't get that one, huh? So he's got a gun. Now, kung mag-iisa, mag-iisa lang ako, there's enemies around, I'm very at risk, diba? vulnerable. But when we're back to back, okay, oh, I got your back. Diba yung mga movies na ganun, mga detective movies? Okay, clear. Ah, yan. So we go, okay, okay, let's go. Come on. Katit kita. Yeah, no, dyan ka na. All right. So back to back. Back to back, they can conquer. You can't conquer alone. You can conquer when you're back-to-back with someone. Psalms 133, verse 1. How wonderful and pleasant it is when brothers and sisters live together in harmony. And verse 3 says, that's where, that unity, that harmony, that's where the Lord has promised His blessing. Life that never ends. You know, kung nag-iisa ka lang, you're so easily tempted. You know, I was talking with some of the guys sa cell group. 
namin ng isang gabi. And, you know, every one of them understands the struggle, mga sexual temptations and things. Kung nag-iisa ka lang at walang nakakilala sa'yo, maybe out of town, nasa abroad, and you're just alone, lalabas at lalabas yung standard modus operandus ni Satan. That's the temptation. And if you have a Christian brother with you, hindi ka maaring isipin ang gawin ng kalokohan kung meron kang kasama watching your back. You won't even entertain the thoughts. But when you're alone, the devil will for sure bring out all of his lies and temptations. But two can easily, it's easy to conquer when you're with Christian unity. Okay, have, a, have an accountability partners. Have a cell group that you really are honest with. Don't be so proud. Don't be so disengaged. Because this is a powerful weapon for you. Unity is a powerful weapon. And as, as we close this one out, I want to say one more thing that might shock you. Hindi akalaena, this is a weapon. But one of the powerful weapons that God gave for you, for us, is married sex. That's right. Sex can be a powerful weapon. Why? Because Satan hates marriage. Now, I'm not saying just sex. I said married sex. Satan doesn't hate sex. And of course, God doesn't hate sex. He's the one who invented it. It's his idea. Sex is a part of the, it's the dramatization of Christ and the church. It's the sample, the, the sneak preview of the real intimacy with our maker. But Satan hates marriage. Hindi ba obvious sa Satan hates marriage. Especially marriage between two committed Christians. And that's why he targets the married couple. And the Bible said, God wants the two shall become, ilan? The two shall become one. But the devil's agenda is the one couple shall become two. Or more. Right? So because Satan hates this, when there is a married couple that is enjoying true and pure and intimate sex together, it really hurts his agenda. Because he hates that intimacy. He hates the covenant that God, God made a covenant with us. And Jesus and the, the Ephesians chapter 5 talks all about this. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church. He gave himself for her. Right? All of these things about sex and marriage were right before Ephesians chapter 6 that talks about the war. So that's the setup for this. Now, here's the a little thing, little warning here, but FYI lang. If, if it's true that God can use Christian married sex 
as a weapon in his hand to fight back in the spirit world against the you know, separation and against the, uh, the, the, the doubts and the jealousy and the mistrust and koani mga gulo sa relationship, the fighting. But God will use sex to keep you safe, to keep you focused, to build, to build intimacy. Now, if that's true, that God would use married sex as a weapon against the devil, well, then it's also true that the devil can take unmarried sex and use it as a weapon to destroy you. So the whole thing about, like this gun, it can either be used for terrorists, bank robbers, holdups, massacres, assassins, or it can be used for the peacekeeping forces. Hello. The, the gun is neither good nor bad. Right? There's nothing, walang utak yan eh. Depende kung anong paggamit niya. Are you following me? Sex is neither good nor bad in, in, in by itself. The physical actions. It's who is using that and for what? Are you following me? And so, married sex can either go very, sex can be very, very right and be a weapon to defeat the enemy that's fighting against you. Or sex can go very, very wrong and end up causing all kinds of bitterness and hurt and bad panim, bad seeds. So be sure, if you're married, talk to one another and say, let's have sex more than just for walalang. Let's have an agreement that our intimacy together will give an uppercut to the devil and show him that he can't break our family, that he can't have our intimacy. We'll show him that through this sex, we are in covenant with God. And that is, we will show the gospel. And if you're single, then you, you prepare. If you're planning to be married, then let that, you know, you don't just take the nuclear bomb and, and use it for target practice. They save that. Among our big expensive weapons, you know, they don't just give it to the, you know, the freshman recruit. I said, boy, here, you play with the guns. No. You mga ganon, you mga guided missiles, you mga uh, special weapons, they really wait and save that for showtime when they really need it. Because those are very, very dangerous. But they're also very, very powerful. Ganon din po. Single, then treat sex like a very, very important weapon that you will release only when it's time to fight the devil in all the fornication that he wants to happen. And you will see that it's worth the wait. It's worth the wait. So don't let the weapon, the gift that God gave you, not yan a magiging weapon that you used to shoot yourself.
Are you following me? And, and all of these things, praise and prayer, word and worship, Christian unity, lahat ito is sitting on a foundation called faith. Sabi mo faith. Faith, it doesn't take faith to complain, but it takes faith to praise. It doesn't fa- take faith to just, you know, sumangayon sa maniwala ka sa sinasabi ng karamihan. But it takes faith to get a word of God and, and, and bring it into your situation. But faith is the victory. According to First John chapter 5, it's our faith that guarantees a victory for us. So it's very important that in all these things, you use faith. Everybody say faith. Faith is not something you produce. It's a gift from God. So it's the gift of faith, and that is our victory. And how do you receive a gift? It just comes. But you can write this down. Faith is received as God's word is believed. So when you believe God's word, you receive faith. Faith comes. You don't have to work for it. And I love the verse in Isaiah that says, chapter 54, verse 17, no weapon turned against you will succeed. Yung weapons ni devil sa kanya, they, I mean, yung weapons ni devil sayo, they will come against you. And all of us get hit. You're gonna get shot in this war. You're gonna have discouragements. You will have wounds. You will have mistakes. You will have losses, regrets. You will. We all do. But the Bible promises that these weapons, though they might hit you and come against you, they will not prosper. They will not prosper. You will silence every voice raised up against to accuse you. The devil will say, well, see, you had you had single unmarried fornication, so you're over. No, the Lord will vindicate you. It says in the next verse, the benefits are enjoyed by the servants of the Lord and their vindication comes from me. You don't redeem yourself. The Lord vindicates you. He redeems you. So even though we had failures and mistakes and we had done uh, the, the, the fighting the wrong way, maybe we... We, we hit ourselves or we shot our friends and our brothers in Christ and there was disunity. We didn't pray. We didn't read the word of God. And of course, the devil will take advantage. Gagamitin niya yung mga bala na yan to accuse you. The good news is they will not prosper against you. The Lord is still victorious. And we do not get our own victory. He gives us his victory and because we're in him, we are conquered in. And Sabiko last week, you cannot be in the ocean and not get wet. You cannot be in Christ and not have an ultimate victory. But I want to equip you. This is for you to uh, defend yourself and also to attack back, to counter strike, so that you will not miss out on any of God's blessings and all of his benefits mararanasan mo to God's glory.